जाएंगे Podcast, man. Yeah, we're back. We're back. How was your week? It was terrible. What? Trump's still president, so not really sure what you know. But um, we have a great show for y'all. We're gonna talk about it. You're not gonna ask me how my week was. Thought you were just gonna tell me. That's how this works. How was your week? Oh, my week was a roller coaster, per the usual. But I'm blessed. I'm still alive. Got another chance to to get it right. Now I'm saying. Don't do that again. But let's, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do you're, that. You're, you're suppressing my real self. I'm sorry. Let me, this is, you know. All right. So let's get into this culture stuff. Uh, this week, um, Aisha Curry upset the internet. She didn't upset it. She kind of like split it in half. It's all Steph Curry's fault. He just shouldn't have been in the playoffs. This wouldn't have happened if Steph Curry was in the playoffs. That's how I feel about it. I think it. somebody Chris Jenner did. Somebody set it up. Yeah, it's, it's Steph Curry's fault, man. All right. It's- well, let's, uh, for those who were not on the internet this week, um, our girl, our sweet, sweet, controversial internet girl, Aisha Curry, um, Said that she and I'm not. I'm, it's not an, an exact quote, but something to the effect of she, you know, sees that her man is getting a lot of attention from like groupies and all of that. And in all the years that she's been, you know, married to Steph Curry, she doesn't get that same attention. And sh- sometimes she wants a nigga to slide in her DMs. Did I sum that up correctly? Yeah, but it sounds like a bird when you say it out loud, and I don't believe that Aisha Curry's a bird, so okay, well, I just don't, I don't gotta, believe it. I don't. They got to go look it up so they can hear exactly what she said, but that, in effect, is what was said, and um, the internet split because it seemed like all the men were like, this ungrateful woman, she has the attention of her husband and she wants more. Is that does that sum up the way that the men approach the situation? Not all and men. Not, not not all men. I'm saying the majority of like what we saw, even when like people posted it in the spaces that we're in together. That was the thought. Yeah. I, I, so I went to the all man's meeting this week because you know men we have meeting every week. Okay. And uh, what we come to an agreement is is Aisha Curry is just not attractive. She's not well anymore. If she if she was attractive, she's not attractive anymore. Nobody's checking for Aisha Curry because she's literally married to the child of God. This is a light skin, can't miss a three point shot. All season he played with no glasses, no contacts, and was just making everything. He's he's the child of God. Why why would we want to mess with him? That that's not how this works. So no, we don't want Aisha Curry. Not when there's. So many of these other beautiful women out here. I mean, you know, she's married. She's taken. And I think that people fail to realize that, like, if you look in society and social media, we're not talking about a lot of married women anymore. I mean, there's the typical, you know, Beyonce tweet here and there. Yeah, but, but she's above, like, she doesn't count. I mean, she's a bird, but you know it is what it is. Um, oh, you were going to piss off the beehive, me being one of them. I'm just saying. she's, a, But she's a bird for a different Let's reason. Let's move on. 
She's we'll talk about that Back later. But age. yeah, but like ain't nobody checking for married women no more. Like we're not doing that no more. It's twenty nineteen. It's it's a lot of beautiful young single women out there and they're ready to mingle and that's what we're ready for. So if you married, don't come in my DMs because I'm not checking for you. Okay, and I don't think Aisha wants to slide into your DMs. She wants you to slide into her DMs. But, and so what what I gathered from it and I think that her point is very valid, even though she is married and even though men aren't checking for her anymore, apparently, according to her, they never were. But her fact is everybody wants to feel desired and she sees her husband being super desired by everybody and no one appears to be desiring her. Well, after you, okay, so after the mother of my child had our son, um, she we sat down and we had a conversation. And after that conversation, I can now understand what Aisha Curry is feeling because Aisha Curry just had, I think, two babies. Aisha Curry. She has three children. She has three children. Like, she's at that point in her life where her body has changed drastically from what it was before Riley came along. Now, mind you, Steph Curry has been playing in the league for some time now. And Steph Curry pretty much looks the same. I mean, the only thing that changed on him is his beard. You know, with his <laughs> regimen and his lifestyle, he's not allowed to change that much. Aisha Curry has gained weight. She's gained some different features. She might have some stretch marks in some places she didn't normally have. And that can take a toll on you, you know, emotionally and spiritually because you're looking at this person that you fell in love with that looks the same mm-hmm. as they was the day you were married. And then you're subconsciously looking at yourself in the mirror like who is this person you know so i see i get what she's saying because everybody does want to be loved they want the attention garnered to them and a lot of women after they have babies you know they look at their husbands like are you staying with me just because of the kids or do you really love me mm. and then as a man you gotta be like of course baby i love you and then she's like you're just saying that because nah but like you know so so that's what she's plagued with right now and the internet is a cruel place so <laughs> They don't really care, and I'm. It is. I mean, but for real, Aisha Curry, nobody's checking for you, and nobody's okay, gonna well, check for you. To, like you don't need to rub it in. Her and her and Steph Curry could like divorce tomorrow, and the only person that's gonna be in her DMs is Soldier Boy and Kodak Black. So wow, but the thing that. is, I think people. That's what I told my sister this this week. We were talking about it, and I'm like, I think Aisha's beautiful. Like. But the thing is, she has so much else going for her. And the lady, she she doesn't show off her asset. She's not a, a sex symbol. Right. She doesn't she's not, try yeah. to be a sex she's not, symbol. She's not the Instagram thing that we want. Right. So. And so I'm like, I think Aisha, if, you, if she dressed a certain way, like you can always get the attention you want. All you got to do is put the right thing out there to get it. She don't put that out there, so you're not gonna get that energy. That's that. If if you if you want to get sexy again, sis, pop a titty out. Like that'll get some attention. But she don't want that. Never gonna do that. So exactly. So my thought, I completely understand where she's coming from. But my thought is, stop. Look, sis, you gotta stop complaining. Like we'll hype you up for your cookbook. We'll hype you up for being a great mom. 
sex symbol, that's not something we're going to hype you up for because you're not putting that energy out there. And you got to stop being spicy on the internet, too, because she says she says spicy things like, well, maybe if you could cook for your man, you'd have one. And then it's like... And then she wanted to come to her defense? Right, yeah, it doesn't work like that. It it, it doesn't work like that. Once you piss the black people off, it's... it's, it's... Yeah, nah, she she came for all the women at some point in the past uh, about how they was dressing, so she... She's not going to garner their sympathy. All right, yeah. Um, so, anyway. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we thank you for your honesty, though, Aisha. That was very honest and transparent. And, and the we, internet came for you. And but, we, didn't, we didn't need it. We, we didn't need you. But she told her truth. It's the red table. You got to tell the truth. You should have sat there and ate your food. You know what? We thank you, sister Aisha. She thanks you. Honesty. I wish you would have just shut up. But. All right. Uh, look, something else happened on Twitter this week, and we, we got to talk about it. Okay, so... Here's a tweet. After a DC author snitched no, on, no, no, what do you? Why did you? We gotta talk about the other culture tweet. The people washing their stuff. That's okay. I'm sorry. All right, culture tweet about people not washing themselves. So the guy basically said it started off with the guy who didn't wash his genitals, right? Yeah, he said, and I quote. Um, let me let me pull this up because it was kind of funny. It's not funny anymore, but I mean, y'all know what I'm saying. He said, "Men don't have to wash our dicks every day. We don't have to worry about discharge, blood, or any of that stuff. So what's the point?" I blocked him. So this man, that's a dangerous. Why would you tweet that? Why Why would somebody tweet that? And he wasn't trolling. That's the that's the crazy part about yeah, that. He he, he told meant his truth. he meant what he said. Just like Aisha, he told his truth, and he's never going to get. Play Wait, ever read it again. one more time. Read it one more time. Men don't have to wash our dicks every day. We don't have to worry about discharge, blood, or any of that stuff. So what's the point? So this started the whole first of all, yuck. Is that true? Can you weigh in for all the same men? Is that true? Uh that's totally false. You have to wash every day. Like, first of all, your penis and your scrotum is in a place where those crevices of where your leg and your scrotum meet, you sweat. Like, let it be a, a degree over forty nine degrees. <laughs> it's it's is you gonna sweat, and and dick sweat is different from every other sweat because dick sweat it, it's the combination of your dick and your cracks and crevices. So you put all that together and you got some pee funk. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so like Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah, like like, like no nah, Parliament Funkadelic. You got that we want the funk. You know what I'm saying? So you you have to wash every day. You you not getting play if you're not washing every day. Ugh. Like that's. I wonder how many other men did not tweet that, but actually out here. But it's like men that. that think like that, and like there are men that, and I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna make sense. Their sit down air stinks. Like oh my god, it's terrible, and it's like bro. You really came out the house, and you walking around, and as soon as you sit down, that whoosh, that whiff goes everywhere. And it's like, bro, I know you don't wash. Yeah, I know, I know you don't wash. I've never smelled funky male sit down air. I've smelled funky female sit down air. I don't. It's and it's bad because they wear these skinny jeans, and everything is all squished up. And then all the funk is hitting each other, and then they don't wash. And it's like, if you don't wash your dick every day, that means you're not washing your ass every day. And men's ass, as we work out, as we run, as we do anything, you know what I'm saying? That has its own funk, too. So, I mean, it's like, what the... 
There's a difference between smelling manly and then stinky. Like, I mean. Yeah, that's disappointing. So, all the men I saw were like, nah, nah, fam, you got that. That's you. Don't don't speak for all of us. But then we got into the conversation of just showering in general. And come to find out, apparently, white people don't wash their legs. The mayonnaise culture does not wash their legs. Wait, we got to find the, the original tweet so we can make sure that we are... Reading this correctly, let me let me click on this. There was a couple little tweets too. Oh no, that's the men don't have to wash our dicks. Hold on, sorry. These people were saying things like, you know, uh, I only wash my child once a month, and I almost never bathe my child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone she said, said somebody said twice a week. Now that she is crawling and eating salads, only soap shampoo shampoo a few times a month. My five year old bathes once a week. Eight year old twice a week. One, three, and five almost never. Oh my gosh, people are not bathing their children, and then we end up getting the the final piece of this, which was somebody talking about they didn't wash their legs. Yeah, and then they said that they you don't wash your legs. You just wait till the soap gets down there. And my issue with that is, how are you get rid of? How are you getting rid of the dead cells? Right. Like you gotta, you gotta scrub. There's a scrub. There's a loofah. There's a a, a a a sponge or something. You gotta use something to get rid of them dead cells. You can't just have dead dead cells stink. I don't know if people notice that. Like they you gotta exfoliate. Yeah, it just don't make no sense, but like I, I That's absolutely ridiculous. But I mean these are things okay, no, here's the tweet, here's the tweet. I do not wash my leg okay, no, no. That says I do not bathe at all. No, no, okay, that ain't the tweet. Anyway, the original tweet was from somebody that said they didn't wash their legs. And I think the funny thing is we wouldn't know these things about other people unless it was for the internet. Like these aren't just conversations you have, like Oh, yeah, I washed my legs this morning. Well, I didn't, you know? Like, these are things that people think in their head. And they're like, let me weigh in. I don't wash my legs. You know what's funny, though? That Today at work, and I'm going to say this real quick. I like to work out at work because I have a shower um, beneath my office. There's a whole workout area all that we get in for free. Um, shout out to my company. So I worked out. I took my shower. And as I'm leaving the, the bath area... Um, I was approached by a male and female employee, and yes, they were they were that complexion, and they asked, you know, hey, did you just take a shower? And I said, yeah, of course. Like I always shower after I work out, and I didn't have to ask anything because you know those people like to give their testimony. Hallelujah! <laughs> and they said, yeah, well, I I never shower after I work out. I mean, you what, you got to work up a good sweat; it'll dry off eventually. Uh-oh. And they just went and walked upstairs. Like, bro, we had the same workout. We sweat the same amount of sweat. I get in the shower and you just go upstairs. So it's like, I now know why white people don't season their chicken because their legs are seasoned enough. Exactly. <laughs> they are seasoned enough. If you lick the oh, back yeah. of a white person's neck, <laughs> you will taste all 27 special ingredients of a Popeye's chicken wing and you will be good to go i promise you oh okay so look look if there are any um caucasian people listening to this podcast can you please tweet us um at underscore dangerous tweet and let us know is it true do you like do you not wash your or are you not taught to wash your legs is it is it common to just let the soap run down because i don't want that one person to speak 
for all of them. Just like we didn't want that one man to speak for all the men. But it, it did seem like a lot of people were coming to the defense of like, yeah, no, wash your legs. Huh? I mean, it, it's okay. Yep. Nope. I don't even. All right. So don't tweet us if you use Dow soap for body soap. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. But um, okay. yeah. So. So look, let us get into our dangerous tweets. Um, what you got? What did you see this week, or what did you write out this week that uh that needed more than two hundred and eighty characters to really get into? Um, okay, so this is the tweet that I almost said earlier. Um, it said after a DC author snitched on a Metro employee for eating on the train, her publisher is canceling her book. Okay, so what was the tweet? What did what is what happened? What did she say? What the person that tweeted said everything about this is insane, like. They're talking about the the headline, which was a DC author snitched on a Metro employee for e- apparently the the Metro employee was eaten on a train. It was after hours. You're not supposed to eat on the train. You're that's not supposed to. Yeah, that's to against the rule. But everybody eats on the Metro. But so she called the employee she out. She called it. Tweeted. Her not employer. only did she call the employee out, she tweeted the employer and she wrote to WMATA. Um, WMATA did nothing. Um, that's for those who don't live in DC. That's like the Washington Metro Transportation Authority. They didn't do anything to this person um, because everybody literally eats on the metro. Everybody. Uh, it's an it's an unofficial rule that you gotta catch the conductor's eye or the metro bus driver's eye, and if they give you the nod, then you take a bite. If they don't give you the nod, just put it away. That's as simple as that. So. After this author tweeted, after she tweeted it out um, and wrote about it, um, her publisher was like, mm, nah, this is going to receive more backlash than anything. As you know, in D.C. right now, when Beckys are complaining about stuff, black people come to the aid of the people they're complaining about, and then it's a bigger deal. Um, right now, the Metro PC- PCS store that's on U Street, um, someone made a complaint that they were playing go-go music too loud, and they wanted to file a petition for the go-go music to stop playing on U Street. Well, now we have a U Street festival every other day and there's go-go playing all out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Gentrification going wrong. Um, this is what I... It's uh, reverse gentrification. Gentrification is in retrograde is what I call it. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because it used to be a time in between the years of 2000 and 2007. Um, gentrification worked in favor of all of those who were not people of color. When people came to the city... They complained about something and the cops immediately did something because they knew that more non-people of color would move into the city. Well, now that you have this wonderful, great ball of black people, white people, Indian people, Spanish people, all that, it, it appears that the white people are trying to do as much as possible to get the black people out the city. So they call the cops for people barbecuing while black. And in, in turn, that results in the very next day, everybody and their mama that's black come out and barbecue. Yeah, the internet was the worst thing that happened. So the internet turned on this author and, you know, just went at her. And, and, and the Twitter is so powerful. Twitter goes straight to your employer and says, we're not doing this. And uh, and over, I, th- I want to say over 6,000 people said that they weren't buying the book or whatever it was that she was publishing. And the, the publication company was just like, nah, we're not going to lose this money because you decided to do that. And my thoughts about that was, you know, instead of you just sitting on the train, minding your business after working your eight-hour shift and knowing that he worked his eight-hour shift, you decided to work harder to promote this uh, falsehood that he's eating and doing something that he's not supposed to do that she was not supposed to do. Um, And for that reason, now you don't have a job. Now Your book is canceled. And if your book is canceled, 
you're not making no money. This ain't a, a regular nine Africa to five. Yeah, so it's like, why would you snitch on somebody for doing something she so not, harmless? And the funny thing is, she was a person of color too. She's apparently like Turkish or some Jordanian, I believe. Um, so it's like, and she calls herself a minority author. But it's so funny how you don't have any sympathy for this lady who's in between shifts and has 20 minutes to get to her next shift and is just trying to eat so you can get to where you need to be on time. But you decided to tweet and we a not, picture of her right. eating her food. And we're not talking about smoking on a, on, right. on a, on a train. We're not Dang. talking about drinking liquor on a train. We're not talking about fighting on a train. We're not talking about in that. We're talking about eating. And it's getting to a point where I've noticed that people, they only reach out to the internet when it's something stupid. If If somebody's getting molested, abused, hurt, anything like that. Nobody's going to say, oh, let's do something about it. Put this all over the internet. No, they waited until this woman's just eating her food, minding her business. You should have sat there and ate your food. That's all she was doing was eating her food. And you decided that you wanted to. Ridiculous. Well, that's why you don't have a job now. And I don't feel any sympathy for you. So You tried it and it tried you. Next time, drive. All right. Look, speaking of Metro employees trying to eat their lunch in between shifts. I was thinking the other day. I want to, no, it was a day, I needed a mental health day. Now, I had already worked half the day, and I said to myself, I need the rest of this day off to get my brain together. But then, I felt guilty about it. So, my dangerous tweet was, and it ain't that dangerous, but my Twitter account is open and my employer or manager could see it. So, I just decided to write it down. But I said, you ever felt, felt guilty about taking your own PTO? That can't be healthy. Trees, have you ever felt guilty about taking your own no, PTO? No, no, <laughs> no. Strike me as the type that. No, it's my PTO. What? You can't tell me how to do my PTO. Okay. I've taken PTO when the new Madden drops. I've, I, I might, me and seven thousand other men on this planet took PTO when we thought uh, Tiana Taylor was. Uh, I mean, Tiana Trump was uh, dropping that video. With the other porn star who won't be named. And we we thought we was going to get us a porno that night. And we took PTO. And it didn't happen. I'm sorry. It is what it is. PTO is personal time off. Paid time off. Personal time off. <laughs> Y'all call it paid. Look, it's personal time off. It means that when I decide that I'm going to step away from this office because I don't want to kill y'all, give me my time that I've worked so graciously hard for Mm -hmm. because I give y'all 40 hours a week and then turn out of 80 hours, y'all only give me five hours back for PTO, which is kind of crazy because some people don't even get that. So it's like you make me work five days a week, eight hours during the day. I'm two hours in traffic. Then when I get home, I got to think about ironing clothes, getting myself ready for tomorrow. My mind is always on work. So if you think I'm going to feel guilty for taking bereavement, taking paid time, sick time, unsick time, planned parent, unplanned parent, uh, uh, Olympic time, um, because uh, we got Olympic time. So when the Olympics, what? yeah, you, if you try out for the Olympics and you make it past a certain point, you can take time off. That's just what it oh, is. Oh, is that common? It's not common at okay. all, but it's a beautiful thing because the Olympics are coming again. And best believe I'm, I'm a shock put. I'm a slingshot. All I'm right. an arrow. Okay. I'm a Thank swim. You. I'm a, I'm the black Superman that year. And <laughs> I don't feel guilty at all. And y'all shouldn't feel guilty either. Like y'all, y'all. I, 
as a as an empathetic person, I always think about it from the other person's point of view. So I'm like, oh, if I take my PTO, like, will they need me? Like, what? And you know, I just have to work through that because I'm like, I guess I could stay and the rest of the four hours in the day. But then it's like, but what do I need? Like, f them. Like, I need to go home and sit on the couch. If you lose your job today or tomorrow, yes, they wouldn't care. They would. Put your job on Indeed.com, <laughs> on LinkedIn, on Job Monster, and they would have a new you in two days. Simple as that. They they would miss you for one day if you know work got hectic, but they got you in two days. So don't don't even try. That's why I don't this whole job thing and job loyalty and all these people are not loyal facts, to y'all. Facts. Why do y'all show loyalty to people that don't even know your name unless they have to know your name? People that get your name wrong the first eight months you're there. Oh, and spell it wrong in the email. Like, it's not in my email address. It's just like, stop. Listen, just do y'all, man. Do do y'all. You right. And I, did, I, I believe I did take my PTO. It's just like cranking out that email like, hi, manager. I will be out the rest of the day. I'm available on my cell if you need me. And she's all, every time she's like, okay. And I'm like, why did I even stress myself out about taking my damn PTO? Yeah, because they don't care. It's, you got PTO. As long as you got the PTO. Now, I if you don't it. have no, the PTO. I got yeah, it. Because yeah. I don't take it often. Well, take it. Take take, take your, it. Take, your, take your PTO, folks. Take your six-week vacation. I mean, we, I don't even get six weeks in the end. I apologize for that. All right. All right. What's up? What, what, what's your next dangerous tweet? Um, so, there's a tweet on Twitter. Um, This girl. Um, said, I asked my friends would they buy my paintings, dot, 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 whelp. And this is what the, the text message basically, she's like, yo, can y'all buy my painting? Like, you know, I'm selling it for X amount. Her friend said, why would I pay for something you could give me for free out the goodness of your heart? Why does everything have to revolve? Uh, why does money have to revolve everything? She goes, um, because the products I purchase and I put a lot of work into it. And if you support me, then you would pay. And her friend responded with, sounds like. A you problem, baby boo. And the next uh, message says, I'll support you, but I'm not trying to pay for something I could get for free, you know. And I said, delete your friends because that's trash. Like, if, and this is what really pisses me off. You will go into a store after working 80 hours in two weeks, got your paycheck. Uncle Sam has slashed your paycheck all up. FICA and child support and all them have slashed your paycheck all up. And you will go into somebody's establishment and pay full price for something to a complete stranger. But your friend, you want the discount in for free? That's not a real friend. Because if you were a real friend, you would understand that what they do to make money and what you do to make money are two different things. If somebody came to your job and said, hey, I know you do this for a living. Let me do this for free because that's going to take away your funds at the end of the day. You're going to be like, hell no, I'm going to deal with these strangers. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. dealing with you because you cutting into my funds. I have friends that are into uh, 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 the selling of paintings and the selling of art and the distribution of other things, uh, such as clothes and items like that. I would never ask a friend for uh, a handout or a discount or anything like that. I want to pay full price because I'm your homie. I'm going to support you. If you're a rapper, sell me the ticket for full price. If you sell clothes, sell me the clothes for full price. I want you to get every coin that you can get. I'd rather give it to you. Exactly. I don't want to give it to nobody else. And it's crazy because it, it brought me to another thing that I tweeted. And I said, black people will go out here 
and spend their hard-earned money on Gucci and Fendi and Balenciaga and all these other things and Goyard and shit, but let your homie come out with a $500 t-shirt. And you're going to clown them. Yeah. For what? Y'all talking about support black business, support black business. Look, all I'm saying is it better not be no t-shirt that you got made on Vistaprint that But Kanye on. and Supreme do it all the time. No, I'm just saying I'm paying for quality. That's all I'm saying. I'm not negating. If the $500 t-shirt is worth $500, I'm going to pay for it. But don't don't come out here selling you drew on it with a marker and it's it's cheap quality and you asking five hundred dollars and so well Kanye didn't know. Shout out to four thousand Yeah yo, shout out to District of Clues. Y'all really show DC how to do it the right way, you know. Because people love selling t shirts with random things on them. Nah, but these dudes they put their heart and soul into it and when you no, see their product Yeah, you got you gotta pay know. for it, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I I love my black people because we're so talented. You look at the internet and they do all types of things with the internet, put voiceovers on people and music and all that stuff. And there's so much talent and it's overshadowed by this crab in a bucket mentality. And it's like, we got to overcome that for real. Because at the end of the day, if my friend says, hey guys, y'all want to support me and buy a painting? If I can't afford you an $800 painting, but I got $40 in my pocket, yo bro. Let me donate or something. Like, let me. Or I'm gonna put you on to somebody that do exactly. Have let me get you some numbers or some links or something so you can get into these art exhibits and right. stuff like that. But I, am, I wouldn't. I, and people so cheap. They think they can get a discount on everything. Like we, we gotta stop doing that. Like I think the way you thought about it is perfect. Like if you can go support these people you don't know, even my girl Rihanna, y'all supporting Fenty, Fendi, what, what's Fenty? Fenty. Fenty. Um. Yeah, like, yeah, we support her, but, like, support your friends, too. Pay them full price for that stuff. Especially if it's, if it's good quality, I'm paying for it, period. Like, but I am asking you, what what is the material on this T-shirt? You know, did you iron this on? Or is this, you know, laser printed on this shirt? Like, what what is it? But it's so much quality stuff that our friends are doing. Like, we need to support them and don't wait podcast this podcast is high quality and don't wait until your homie did for you to buy a rest in peace shirt because boosie said it best y'all will really walk past a dude's merch table and not put a dollar down not buy a mixtape not buy a shirt not buy a hat none of that but when he died you the first person to go buy a rest in peace shirt from another company Mm. that's exploiting it's like come on y'all wouldn't buy crenshaw marathon store nothing from nip but then Nip died, and y'all out here selling his funeral programs and rest in peace Nip shirts that's not even made by his company. Like, what's wrong with y'all, man? Y'all got to do better. And, and and don't come around me with no fake merch. I'm going to slap you. And and, and, oh. and that's documented. So maybe my paperwork speaks for itself. But uh, you can continue with your tweet. I'm sorry. No, that... So your dangerous tweet was delete your friends. Yeah, delete them. Do you think she should really delete her friends? Yes. Yes. Though that's... What? Let me tell my friends I'm selling something for X amount of money. And they say, I'm not going to buy it because you're going to give it to me for free. Yeah, that's not, no. You're going to get these hands for free. And then I'm going to give you a free Band-Aid. <laughs> and then I'm going to freely tell your ass to keep it moving. Because, no, that's yeah. dead. No, that's not, that's not friendship. You got, yeah, you got to get rid of these uh, simple-minded people. Because if you if you creating all this stuff and your friends are not trying to support you, do, are they really friends? If your friends are toxic in your life. If your friends are causing you stress, if your friends are causing your blood pressure to rise, if your friends are calling your ass to itch, like, you need to get rid of them. I've had people in my life in the beginning of 2019 that I claimed were friends, 
And all they did was make my ass itch. You would have thought I was rubbing poison ivy on my booty. Like every time they came around, it was like, dog, it's something about y'all that just have you ever had your spirit itch, your soul itch? Like you can't mm, scratch your soul. Like you just like, ugh. You like you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like you got dandruff in your hair and you scratching it with venomous snake fangs. Wow. Like it's that bad, and you like dog. Are you keeping them around? Yeah, so I had to. You got look. You got to get rid of some folk, man. Give give her those yeah. folk. And I realized like it's friends that my you know close friends from middle school, high school. We still friends and all that, right? And I'm getting to this point in life where I'm still trying to hang on to everybody because I'm like, oh, we have such history. Like I can't cut you off, you know. Like we just you know. But then you get to that point where it's like you can't keep everybody different stages of life. And sometimes it don't even have to be, like, negative. You know, it's just, like, we are at different stages. We not best friends no more. I'm not going to continue to give you that title. We're just at different stages. And it's okay to let those people go. I think we feel guilty, like, because we have history. I got to keep you. And we're lugging these people with us. And it's, like, sometimes it's okay to be, like, we're we're not at that phase in life anymore. We're not in high school anymore. We we went our separates. That's okay. 2 chains said it best. You damage history every time you try to repeat it. Wait, what? Wow. Say that again. You damage history every time you try to repeat it. And I took that, Mm. and he was talking about shoes at first. Every time they re-released these Jordans. Mm. The Jordans don't matter anymore because growing up, if you had a pair of Jordans, they were so rare. You know, because they only made a certain amount. But now every year they make the same ones over and over and over again. The Jordan's not even what's what's really popping no more. Everybody buying, you know, the next Nike Air Prestos or the Fear of Gods or the acronyms or whatever it is. Like, you know how that go. But when you have a memory with a friend, a fond memory. Um, I had a memory with a friend who's no longer here. And we would go to a certain park. It was called Watkins Park. And there was a, a slide that you slid down. It wasn't really a slide. It was made of these rolling uh, poles. And when you slid mm-hmm. down, it made a crazy noise. Mm-hmm. And after he passed away, every year, me and the homies would go up there and try to recreate the memory. But as we got older, we started to realize the reason the memory was so valuable and the reason that it was so important is because in that moment, you couldn't recreate it. Yeah. So when you keep trying to recreate something from the past... It don't really work. You know what I'm saying? So leave the past in the past. Leave that ex in the past. Leave that homie you don't talk to no more in the past. Yeah. Leave that shorty used to club with that you don't club with no more in the past. Yeah. Leave that abusive relationship in the past. You know what I'm it saying? It no beef. It can just be we in different stages of life. Facts. That's what it is. Yeah. All right, yo. My final dangerous tweet. Um, I said this on April 8th. I wrote this down. Things I would tell my 18-year-old self. You can't change anyone but yourself. You really can't. Yeah. Wow. I think um, I used to be, not I think, I know. I used to be a master manipulator. Um, And I didn't realize it until I read this book called Scary Close. I would recommend it to anybody that is on a self-improvement journey. It talks about the five different types of manipulators. And the one that resonated with me the most was the flopper. Um, And so this person, in order to manipulate other people, they take tiny offenses and turn them into huge things. Like how basketball players or soccer players flop when they get like barely touched. And they're like, oh, God, I'm dying. Like that's the manipulator that is a flopper. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I did that all the time. Like somebody would like 
barely offend me and I'd like be pissed for days just in order to get what I wanted in the first place. And that was my way of trying to change people to get them to do what I wanted them to do. Um, I used to, <laughs> my ex, um, I wanted him to be healthier. And instead of being an adult and being like, you know what, I think that we should eat healthier, we should work out, whatever, whatever. I would like try to manipulate him into going to the gym. I'd be like, I'm going to the gym. You come at, you know, like just, I didn't say it out loud. And I think it comes with maturity and age and all of that. But you have to get to the point where you realize you cannot change anybody but yourself. And even changing yourself sometimes is really hard. But the more you realize, like, all you have control over is yourself, it makes life, relationships, everything a lot easier. Say what you mean, mean what you say. And don't try to manipulate your way into changing somebody. Because even if they do change to make you happy, it's not a change that they wanted. They did it for you. And eventually, they're going to revert back to how they were before. Because that wasn't their change. That was a change that you created in their life. Because, honestly, running towards change does not change you. It just literally makes you more of who you already are. You see these shows, these uh, I want to lose my celebrity weight loss or whatever, and these big people that have been eating like crazy, like you you know the show, and they had the fat people on there, and they would try to lose weight in six weeks, and then you know they go on Wendy Williams or Oprah or something the the day after the show was over, and like I feel great, I'm I'm amazing, I'm gonna, and you see them three weeks later and they back to being fat again. You know what I'm saying? Or you see the shows where. You know, on MTV where they used to try to turn somebody into something that they wasn't. Like, hi, I want to be made into this or I want to be made into that. Yeah. And they spent forever to put them into this person. And then a week later, they back to what they doing. You know, you, you people are so pressed for change. They don't even understand who they are. If you're that desperate and looking for change, it's because you don't know who you are. Because if you knew who you were, you would understand that change is something it naturally happens. You can't say, wake up tomorrow and say, I'm going to be 100 pounds less tomorrow. No. But if you have the mentality, the drive, the workforce, the dedication, the understanding, the mental fortitude, and the support that you've already had, then when you go to the gym day one, you will continue to go to the gym. And by day 794, you will start to see that physical change but inside of you you didn't change you know you you're you're still you you just you with a couple muscles on you you know what i'm saying you look at these women on instagram that do the dr miami and they go get the butt or the whatever you think their insecurities are gone once they get a bigger boot nah they still the same they still putting eight pounds of makeup on their face because they scared you're gonna see that one pimple under their eyebrow that don't nobody notice except for them you know what i'm saying so that's what you gotta look at like stop trying to change so much Live life and enjoy the life. Enjoy the person that you are. Find yourself. Don't try to change. Find yourself. Yeah, because when good. you find yourself and you realize who you are, you might not want to change that person. Yeah. Everything seems to align when you figure out who you are. I think we try to make we try to make ourselves into things and we try to make other people into things that we think they should be. Like no, let them be who they are. And I said this last week, like everybody has their own journey. That's the biggest thing I've realized is that I don't control anything but what I have going on. 
And so I have to let people go on their own journey. I can't try to force you into what I think you should be or what I need you to be. I just notice what you are. I allow you to be that. And if you and I, if who you are and who I am can coexist, perfect. If not, I'm not going to try to change you to be what I need you to be because that ends terribly. Take it from me. It's trash. All right. So look, how um, how do you want to end this since you're since you're done? You're you're logging off. What do you have to say? Anything that you want to encourage the folks with this week? I encourage y'all to follow me on Twitter at Radio Zeus. Okay, you did that last week. And I encourage y'all to be on the lookout because Dangerous Tweets got something up our sleeve for the summer. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Trust me. That's all I gotta say for tonight. I mean, keep being y'all. Keep tweeting because y'all tweets are the reason that we're here. So keep being problematic. Oh, keep it up. Yeah, I mean, people just say how they really feel, and we talk through it. And you know what? At the end of the day, it's all about getting to a, a good healing place where everybody, you know, if you feel how you feel, let's just talk about it. Let's not be so divisive like everybody is these days. Well, guys, that is in episode two. Um, I wish you all peace, love, safety, happiness, health, and wealth in your week. And yeah. Y'all take care. Bye, guys. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening to episode two of the Dangerous Tweets podcast. If you enjoyed it, please rate us, subscribe, and recommend us to a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.